Hey guys, I'm Paco the Realtor. 16 years of experience helped over 200 families buy and sell the American dream. I'm a local expert, I'm a professional, and I take care of my clients. I pride myself in educating my clients, and I'm also really sarcastic and a storyteller. So why don't you guys get to know me? Hey guys, this is Paco Paco the Realtor, a broker of Arch Real Estate, local expert storyteller. Uh, today, I am uh, have the blessing of talking to Jason with Secure Choice Lending. Um, there's a lot going on in the market. Chase just announced that they are um, pretty much requiring 20% down on all their loans across the board. What in the hell does this mean to us and everybody else? Does that mean FHA is dead? Is VA dead? You know, 3% uh, confirming? What's going on? So I figured, why not talk to somebody who actually deals with multiple banks? And let's get to the bottom of this. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good, Paco. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, I, I appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, I know you guys are busy, crazy right now with everything that's going on. So it is unique. let's talk with the obvious. What do you think of when you hear the chase all of a sudden 20% across the board down payment, 700 FICO? Well, what we're seeing is that all banks, mortgage companies, wholesalers, who's ever doing or funding the loans, they're starting to insulate themselves to protect themselves. And the reason you're seeing above a 700 FICO and a 20% down requirement or 20% equity by Chase is because the lower down payment loans, such as FHA, VA, even down payment assistance programs, those tend to be the higher risk loans. And they're the ones that, you know, throughout history default first when we, find ourselves in situations like this, such as we did 10, 12 years ago and right now. Different set of circumstances, of course, but ultimately the end is that people are out of work, they're filing for unemployment, nobody knows what's gonna happen and if they're gonna be able to continue to pay that mortgage. And so does that mean that everybody's, that everybody now, uh, every lender's doing the same thing? A lot of lenders are starting to adopt similar practices. They're not exactly the same thing. So, so give me examples. So what we're seeing is they are lowering the debt to income ratio ceiling. So that way the loan amounts would be lower. They're also asking for higher FICO scores such as this, like Wells Fargo went up to 680. And we're seeing many across the board do the same thing, especially with, uh, the government loans such as FHA and VA. So they're, they're, they're building in some more fail safes so they have less risky loans, better qualified borrowers who statistically would default on loans uh, at a lower rate. So to the average American, what this means is FHA and VA are not dead. I just need a higher FICO to be able to qualify based on the overlays that the banks are putting. Right, and, and what we're seeing from FHA and VA is that when banks fund these loans, they then sell them off onto a secondary market. Secondary market has servicers, and the servicers are realizing that if, they're, if they are way too heavy with FHA and VA on their books, uh, they open themselves up to a giant amount of risk if a significant amount of those loans default. So they've decided to stop the, the biggest servicers in the United States 
Mr. Cooper, uh, Penny Mac, they've decided to stop taking new loans uh, in regards to FHA and VA. So that means that any mortgage company, any wholesaler out there that does not, if they don't service their own loans, they have nowhere to sell these loans to. So they're going to stop offering them completely. And then the ones that do service their loans, you're going to see them tightening up and only accepting the best of the best within that group of loan program and the borrowers that are applying for it. Also, what we've seen from other companies is they're starting to require that they have reserves, three, six months worth of reserves. It's gonna be harder to do for the people who are using lower down payment loan programs because generally they choose those because they don't have 50 or $60,000 in the bank uh, to satisfy reserves such as are gonna be required moving forward. So when you say service, what you're talking about is, is that certain banks keep their own loans and they're the ones that collect. So you make a payment directly to Flagstar or maybe mm -hmm. to Bank of America, for example, right? And then there's a servicing company that's the middleman that it's their responsibility to collect that and then turn around and give the money to the investment, whoever the investor is or the bank, whoever, right? Yep. And the servicing company collects some profits off part of the interest but they are all you know, responsible for the loan being paid. So when the loan isn't paid, either it has to go into foreclosure or right now you're seeing a large amount of people going to uh, forbearance or applying for forbearance relief. Right. So if I'm a VA or FHA and I'm looking to buy and I have more than a 680 FICO, then it's a matter of finding the right bank that's doing it because they hold their own paper as opposed to, because I've also heard that certain banks aren't even accepting it at all because that tells you that they only deal with the banks that are served, that sell it. They don't service their own stuff. Yes. Yes. Essentially what you're saying is correct that you're going to have to search around, which is a benefit we have as a broker. We can search around there to as many uh, banks out there that will accept third-party originations, which is what a broker is. We originate it and we take it to them. There are banks, for example, like Chase. Chase does not allow that for a third-party originator. So you have to go directly to them or someone who's delegated to underwrite for Chase. It's a whole other story. But as we previously noted, Chase has implemented this huge overlay. Uh, this 705 code, 20% down. So there's clearly, yes, there are still are banks out there, but what we're seeing is about every 48 hours, more and more overlays are coming out, more and more insulation uh, from default for these banks going. So it really is a day-by-day -day basis where we're getting constant emails of the new things that we have to satisfy, such as the IRS came out a few weeks ago and just said, hey, we're not gonna do new tax transfers. We're not gonna accept any new orders. Think about getting verification of employments from employers who either aren't working or they're working remotely, and how do you get that information? So we're dealing with just multiple, multiple levels of hurdles that we're having to jump over to get this stuff done, which of course just adds to the length of the time of an escrow, which is something we're seeing as well. Right, and uh, we, we have a file right now where we're trying to get the lease of the solar transferred over, and they uh, only have one person in the office. So they are completely backlogged. So it's starting to see, um, see a lot more of that. Now, let me ask you regarding um, if, I'm buy, if, if I'm currently qualified 
with an FHA or VA loan or 3% conventional or one of those, it would be a smart idea then to reach out to whoever your lender is or maybe call you guys as mortgage brokers and say, hey, here's my original qualification. Is that even legit anymore? Because the probably answer is no, right? Well, yeah, without question, you need to reach out. The All the realtor partners need to reach out and figure it out because if generally when you're going to go buy with an FHA loan, you say somebody is qualified up to 400,000, you're looking at $400,000 houses. Well, if the new overlays with whatever company you're using for, especially if you're with a direct lender, then you need to know what they are offering because they can only offer their what their company offers. It, whereas a broker has the opportunity to go and shop it around and find something that's going to fit. doesn't matter who you're working with. You absolutely need to get in touch with them so you can make sure that you're not making an offer on a house that you no longer qualify for because of the recent develops here in the last right that makes sense um bottom line is it changes so right so often right now that you you guys are having to stay in constant contact with your clients because oh, yeah. change are so so okay so obviously va and fha are not dead it's just limited to certain lenders now um they made it tougher for the people on the low end 620 630 barely making it they're the higher risk so they temporarily because mm -hmm. i call this the new the new temporary uh, I don't think it's it's going to be permanent, but I think it's just for now because everybody waiting for us to come out on the other side of this. Um, and so they're obviously still there. So if you guys are looking to buy and or have been pre-qualified, I'm going to put Jason's information below. He is not a direct lender. He is a mortgage broker. So they can shop around to all the different lenders to see who still offers that product that you have and what that looks like. It's I think it's important to understand that. If you're with a credit union, Bank of America, Chase, then, then that's a completely different world. Um, you had mentioned something about high risk and uh, uh, what about jumbos? Um, what's happening to those? Are those gone also? So I wanna buy a very expensive house in Riverside. What am, what's happening with that? So yeah, the jumbo market has all but disappeared uh, from almost all the lenders. I'm sure there's still some out there that do it. Uh, if, if anybody would do it, it would be the bigger banks that have a little more liquidity because that's what we're running into with uh, these mortgage companies that can no longer sell their loans to the servicers and they have to service them themselves. They're just going to run, they're going to run out of funds to keep funding their loans because now they can't sell it off and recoup it back. With Jumbos, none of them are government backed. So every company has to fund them the way they do. So <clears throat> whatever the secondary market is for Jumbos, it's so bad that people just stopped offering them because they're just so much money that's out on the table. So you'll start seeing when they're being offered, it'll be a, a much worse scenario. Like you're not getting 10% down, no MI. Like that, that's not happening. There's also like a nationwide high balance. There's a company out there that does that. So you can still do high balance in Riverside and San Marino County. So you can go up to the 726, 525 for those. Rate is terrible. And that's 10% down. Now we say terrible. Well, you say terrible. Talk, give me what terrible is. Terrible could be 5.875. So. And, and buying a point, you know. 5.875, we think holy moly, right? But you right. think historically, that's still pretty damn good rates um, if you have to buy. I mean, everything everything is um, comparative to what you compare to, right? My first loan when I got, when I bought in 2002 was 9.75, 9 and that was golden back then. But it was a different time, a different world, right? 
Um, all right, so let me ask you this. What do you think, based on what you're seeing and your, all your experience, is going to happen in June? Slowly come out of this? Are they going to slowly start to release, uh, change the guidelines back to slowly start to let more people in? What do you anticipate? I don't think we're going to see anything happen on a major scale until some sort of vaccine seems imminent and people start feeling comfortable with the fact that, hey, even though it's not out yet, it's working and then they'll mass produce it and get it going. I had somebody earlier this week, maybe it was last week, make a comment stating, how is it that with all the social distancing and everything, every precaution we're taking, we're still seeing an increase in positive tests on this. And I saw someone else had posted that said, hey, don't, don't overreact when you see an increase of tests or positive tests, because that just means we're testing more people. That's correct. It's not mean it's, it's spreading faster. We're just yeah. testing more people. So once they realize, and it'll, it'll, it'll flow the other way, once they realize that, that a vaccine is imminent and it's going to work and everything's going to be okay, that's when we're going to see everything reopen. It's going to have the lag of people getting back to business, back to normal. We'll see a little a surge. So it's, I think it's going to be snapping back fairly fast once we have that news. Because at this point, it's just unknown. So people, people want to be out there. But, you know, now we have to wear masks to go in every single store or they don't let you in. So yeah. it's, a, it's a unique, unique situation. That's to say the least. Uncertainty is something people don't like, and so they tend to stay. Um, all right. Well, Jason, I appreciate um, all the information you gave us. I'll put Jason's information below. Uh, remember, people are still buying and selling. I had uh, four listings hit the market, three of them under contract. Um, and so people are still buying. I think what's happening is the ones that have to buy or move, they're doing it because they still got to go live somewhere. Yep. And the ones that can hold off 30 days, I think that's what's going on. Well, I appreciate your time, Jason. And uh, we got to do this more often, buddy. Absolutely, Paco. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching my video. Hope you love the content. Subscribe below or follow me on social media. Just type Paco the Realtor.